I'm Megan Skidmore, and this is Beyond the Shadow of Doubt. I am a woman, daughter, sister, spouse, mother, life coach, and person of faith on a mission to normalize asking questions and allowing doubts, not only in a faith journey, but in all aspects of life. Join me in bringing this traditionally taboo topic out of the shadows of shame and into the sunlight. I'm a firm believer that we normalize through more talking and having more discussion. When we're more authentic about our journey, we are more powerful because shame has no power in the face of authenticity. Come join me in Hopeful Spaces, a Dallas Hope Charities component of Hopeful Discussions, which is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz Financial Services USA. Hopeful Spaces is a monthly parent, caregiver, and ally support group facilitated by Megan Skidmore Coaching. To join is free. Simply send an email to chc at dallashopecharities.org. Vulnerability is the emotion that we experience during times of uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. So said Brene Brown in Atlas of the Heart. Since beginning coaching certification and subsequently my coaching practice, I have made a conscious effort to be increasingly authentic in everything I do and say and how I show up in life generally. Part of being authentic is allowing yourself to be and feel vulnerable. There's really no way around it. There's going to be some discomfort along the way. And why is this important to talk about? If you desire true and genuine connection, vulnerability is the way. A major purpose of Brene Brown's research has been to explain the anatomy of connection. According to Brene, connection is why we're here. We are hardwired to connect with others. It's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. And without it, there is suffering. During her research, Brene posed a question to her research participants. When asked to share about their most important relationships and experiences of connection, her research participants talked about heartbreak, betrayal, and shame. Basically, the fear of not being worthy of real connection. So, hijacked by her participants, she quite literally, by accident, became a shame and empathy researcher, which is found on page eight in Daring Greatly. So, what do we do? How do we connect? Our tendency is to stay in our heads, thinking and overthinking. The following experience in a therapy session that Brene shared in Daring Greatly demonstrates this well. Her therapist, Diana, said, when do you feel the most vulnerable? Brene replied, when I'm in fear, when I'm anxious and unsure about how things are going to go, or if I'm having a difficult conversation, or if I'm trying something new or doing something that makes me uncomfortable or opens me up to criticism or judgment. When I think about how much I love my kids and Steve, my husband, and how much how my life would be over if something happened to them. When I see the people I care about struggling and I can't fix it or make it better, all I can do is be with them. I feel when I'm scared that things are too good or too scary. I really like for it to be exquisite, but right now it's excruciating. Can people change that? Her therapist, Diana replied, yes, I believe they can. Brene asked, can you give me some homework or something? Should I review the data? 
Diana replied, no data, no homework, no assignments or gold stars in here. Less thinking, more feeling. What do we learn from that? We have to let go of control, move from our overthinking heads and be willing to drop into our bodies and feel in our bodies whatever comes in order to be vulnerable, which will lead to true connection. Let's talk about the role of people-pleasing for a minute. People-pleasing is believing our worth lies in the doing for others. Basically, what is our output, what we give, how much, and how often. My coach and mentor, Brooke, shared during certification, a people-pleaser is always trying to change other people's emotions or manipulate other people's emotions by pleasing them and following their manuals. And by manual, she's referring to basically an instruction book for other people to follow so that you can feel good. Of course, this instruction book isn't in print and you can't purchase it or check it out from the library. We're talking about expectations, wants, wishes, desires for who we are or could be, what we do or don't do, how we behave or don't. These are the unspoken expectations that exist in our minds and whether conscious of it or not, we all have them and vice versa. Others have them for us. Of course, we only have control over ourselves. When it comes to connection, in order for it to be genuine, we have to get rid of our manuals. We have to get rid of these unspoken expectations, wants, wishes, and desires for others, as well as let go of them if others have them for us, whether real or perceived. There is danger in connecting our worth or another's worth with external behaviors and or expectations. These will most certainly get in the way of real connection. Instead of focusing on authenticity and vulnerability, the focus is rather on meeting some unrealistic expectation that is defined by someone other than yourself. So if we are in people-pleasing mode, we will not be truly connecting with others or with ourselves. However, to shift out of people-pleasing mode, there is a payoff. As Brooke also said, I would rather people dislike me for me than to like me for who I am not. And when you say that, that allows you to show up in the world and really shine as who you are. The payoff is you are connected to self first and then at liberty to connect with others, the real, genuine, authentic you. No pretending, no trying to be someone you are not. Another coach and mentor of mine, Jody Moores, describes it in this way, the five phases of being that most people go through. Phase one, attempting to be who others want you to be because it feels like safety. Phase two is attempting to be who others want you to be because you've convinced yourself that's who you want to be. Phase three is coming to realize that who you want to be was taught to you and then feeling confused and overwhelmed by this realization. Next, phase four is being who you want to be and feeling the discomfort of some people not liking it. Finally, phase five is making peace with being who you want to be and spending no time at all, even wondering who others think you should be. She explains the sooner you get to phase five, the more amazing your life will become the more good you'll be able to do and put out into the world and the more you'll love yourself. 
If you're struggling to get to phase five, that's where I come in. I can help. The more connected to self you become, the further along you will move through the phases of being. I can help you discover and connect to you. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and follow Beyond the Shadow of Doubt podcast. Also, don't forget to enter my podcast giveaway where the first prize is a $100 gift card. To do so, simply leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, upload a screenshot to my Google Doc. That's it. You can also share this giveaway with a friend. Make sure they mention that you referred them because if your friend's name is drawn as winner, you both will win a $100 gift card. All the details and the link to enter including to the Google Doc, is in the show notes or in the bio of my Instagram profile. Visit meganskidmorecoaching.com where you can find this podcast as well as additional free resources. Check the podcast show notes on any platform for links to sources cited. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram for more and to send me a DM. To help the podcast grow, please follow, rate, and review, as well as share it with a friend. Beyond the Shadow of Doubt is a proud member of the Dialogue Podcast Network, which is a part of the Dialogue Journal found at dialoguejournal.com forward slash podcast network. Founder Eugene England was a Mormon writer, teacher, and scholar who wrote, My faith encourages my curiosity and awe. It thrusts me out into relationship with all creation and encourages me to enter into dialogue. My hope is that this podcast is an extension of that vision. Thanks for being here. Until next time.